Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special discussion. My name is Matt Houston. I am joined by the legend that is Jess Zammett. How are you, Jess? Hello. Doing great. How are you, Matt? I'm very good. I'm very good. And we're getting together because we were lucky enough to attend a real-life PR event in person. It wasn't online. It was a whole big thing um, in Sydney for Play On and their upcoming slate. And... Honestly, it's a big slate, isn't it? Mm, <laughs> there was a lot of massive. games there. It's huge. There was tons of games there. Um, honestly, I'll say there's some that are not for me in the slightest, mm-hmm. but there is certainly catering for a wide audience in, in a lot of these games. So we're going to go through all the games we played, um, briefly talk about the ones we played. There's some we didn't actually get to play, and you'll understand why if you ever see the list. But But we did play some very good games while we were there. So we're going through a list here. We've got a list here. So if you see me looking off the side, I'm looking at the list. The first up was Goat Simulator 3. Now, uh, that's got a big following, the original Goat Simulator. And some reason, they skipped Goat Simulator 2 and went to 3. Mel Brooks-ish type reasons, I guess. You know, uh, Jess, you... You uh, had some screaming goats and, and spent a bit of time with them. Did. Did spend some time with screaming goats. Look, I mean, it was what you expected it would be. It was it was fun. It was stupid. It was ridiculous. Um, You know, you're a goat and you do a lot of stuff that goats don't usually do. Like I got behind the wheel of a tow truck and like relocated a whole house um, <laughs> by just pulling it across the side of the road. Um, at some point I had this weird like mermaid stuff on my head that let me shoot fish from my head. Um, or like a like a fireworks kit that let me put fireworks on my back and then shoot fireworks that would then attach to people who would then do like I guess have no physics and would just be like circling the ground with fireworks cut off their butt. So, you know, it's it's good fun, like it's it's silly, it's ridiculous. Um but it's, you know, it's a, it's a good kind of silly. I think it's, it's a good yeah. fun. My kids love the original one because of it's mm. just pure absurdity. So I'm assuming, assuming this will be the same. It's just... Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It, the first one was quite broken in a lot of ways and it yes. kind of lent into it a bit. Is, is it yeah. still feel as broken? Or is it, it like... <laughs> is it shiny it, jank? <laughs> it, it feels like shinier jank, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, there's, yeah, there's moments where it's, it it could feel broken like because you know you press a button you lose all physics so the goat yep. the goat just like collapses to the ground and rolls and then whatever happens happens you know <laughs> so um there's definitely a lot of scope for for jank but like i i don't see the jank getting in the way of the fun, the fun. um but it was yeah. it was yeah it was pretty polished to be honest um yeah and you know i actually Words don't you i never don't think thought it needs you'd to say. Be. No, goat I really did. Is polished. <laughs> polished, polished goat simulator. <laughs> Boy, did those fireworks up that butt just look great, you know? <laughs> excellent, yeah. excellent. I, I missed that one because I'm actually going to grab the code and I think I might review it myself if, yeah. if no one wants to jump in and have some fun with it anyway. Um, next on the list is Dead Island 2. We both play that. We did. Um, this is a game that is a long time coming, like... 2009 or I, I don't know it's it's like 10 years or something it's ridiculous I I'm, I I can't remember when it was announced um, um yeah no I don't know yeah it was yonks ago anyway and and the the original developer got sacked or left or I don't know what happened there um and Dan Buster Studios came on which is a big deal because Dan Busters were also in charge of getting another game that was broken and delayed out the door in the form of Homefront 2, which didn't end well for them. Uh, 
luckily Dead Island 2 is looking much better. Um, it, it it's it's very well it's a, a vertical slice that we saw so we saw yeah. one mission there was a 20 minute window that we had to play it and and finish this one mission which was kind of on the like santa monica pier in la um and there was a LA, carnival that's what they're calling it yeah hell a yep LA. it's very much yeah. leaning into that zombie land vibe uh yeah. with the, with a very tongue-in-cheek and and you know over the top humor and stuff like that um and it played really well to me. Like it, it certainly felt better than the original uh, Dead Island, which was janky in its own right. Like it was a good idea that was never quite executed well until Techland did Dying Light, uh, mm-hmm. following it. So Dead Island Two is 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 quite good. It's tough though. Like it's hard. They they dumped us into this kind of mid level mission with with almost no. <laughs> Uh, learning or anything behind us, and just said, "Here, have at it." There's a bunch yeah, of weapons. Go, go nuts! Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. No, no tutorial. No, like this is how you do literally anything. Just go yep. for it. Um, I mean, it's pretty intuitive. It's like yeah. zombies attack you, whack zombies, pick up yep. more weapons, repeat. Um, but you know, there's some really lovingly rendered like eyeballs coming out of sockets that I that I saw so the the yeah. gore tech that they have built is apparently yeah. a separate system for this game mm-hmm. it's a whole system built on gore so it is pretty yeah. impressive um it is yeah yeah it it yeah. make an evil dead movie look tame to be honest but uh sure. there's yeah. there's a lot <laughs> there's a lot of gore and blood and the and there was the mission there was the final boss which was a clown mm. i got to that clown and got eviscerated and i watched yeah. and apparently only one person in the whole day actually uh managed to beat the boss um, so yeah 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 that was uh, uh it was a bit rough but uh i think once you've played the game and up to that point you might be yeah. a bit better equipped to take him <laughs> take him on i'm sorry because I, I couldn't even get to the clown i was repeatedly murdered by an enemy that i think was called a crusher who oh, was big, just this like this real big like footballer sort of build the zombie um, steroid yeah, user. yeah. That really just pounded me into the ground. Just I used classic again. video game technique of cheesing in the corner. What? Mm. <laughs> yeah, nice. Should have done that. Really should have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I got through him. <laughs> but yeah, yeah nice. <laughs> I, I I felt it played really well, and yeah. I'm I'm keen to see more. So and it looks great. Um, hopefully that vertical slide is not the only polished thing in the game um, no. when it comes out in February. So Yeah, no. Look, I liked the the line that they were giving, which was it was uh, about people who were thriving, not surviving in, yeah. in this apocalyptic zombie sort of world, which, yeah, that's fun. Yeah, it's very brash and in your face. And, very. And, and yeah, that, that if you think the Woody Harrelson character from Zombieland, you've got a really good idea of what yeah. they're they're kind of going with someone mm. that's enjoying t- their time in this kind of mass murder filled world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Now this is the biggest game of the day that we're up to now. Um, I <laughs> yeah. didn't play it. Uh, mm. Look, I just didn't have time, you know, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, horse tails. Horse tails. Emerald Valley ranch. Um, so, I look. I was a horse girl growing up because, of course, I was. I don't think that would shock anybody to mm-hmm. to know to know that. Um, and yeah, look. Had I at ten years old, all I wanted was an open world like horse game where you could raise your own horses and make friends, and each horse has its own like unique personality, and you can tame them and breed them, and they have like these whole 
like genealogy kind of these like tr genetic trees um that i think are gonna play into the game somehow and you know the, the basic premise is that you get put on this ranch and you, your aunt i think called you there and is like hey come live with me on the ranch and you get there and it's in ruins so you have to like rebuild the ranch and you know so it's stardew it. valley with horses Stardew Valley with horses, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Um, <laughs> but it looks kind of like Breath of the Wild, I guess, like art style wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but not quite as polished as Breath of the Wild, obviously. <laughs> um, look, it's <laughs> it's um, it's it's. I I'm having fun. Like, is it the most polished, incredible thing ever? No, like it's not, and it's not going to be for everyone. But mm. it makes my heart happy, Matt, and I understand why you don't want to play it. <laughs> um, but much it's to nice. the disappointment of the play on PRT, uh, yeah. one person in particular really wanted yeah. me to play it. <laughs> yeah, um, because she knows what's important. Um, and... <laughs> Uh, yeah, look, I just, it's fun. If you're going to have, like, if you're going to enjoy just riding a horse around an island, just kind of completing quests and doing races and all that sort yeah. of stuff, like, you know, it's not going to change your life, but it's fun. It feels nice to play. From what I saw, obviously, From I really saw. played a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> That's got to be the box quote now. Feels nice yeah. to play. Jess Emmett played too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Awesome. All right. Now, Gungrave Gore. Uh, I don't know if you didn't get to play that one. I didn't. Did no. Okay. So I played it. Um, it's a re. Uh, it's a restart of a franchise. Like uh, from what I understand, it's an old anime. Uh, only lasted for one season, but has a very good reputation. Like uh, apparently, it's well regarded. Um, I'm not an anime guy. Not sure, but I did a bit of research beforehand. Uh, and the second video game. So the last one was in the PS two era if i'm not mistaken um and this one and, and that was a big thing like i actually talked to the developers and i i asked why now like why bring this seemingly dead ip back and their their response was they really liked that it's not an american hero uh, apparently there, there's this feeling of like all heroes are there to save the world and do the right thing and and then so this guy's essentially like a mercenary um he's very down the line he's not funny at all and and they kind of like the idea of this kind of deadpan serious while everyone around him adds the humor and things like that and he's just kind of this deadpan kind of guy um it plays very much like a ps3 action game like <laughs> not in a bad way though like it's it's it reminds me of simpler times sort of thing yeah. and starting the starting the demo level um you start. It starts off very basic. You've got guns and you've got a melee attack, and that's it. But as you go through this level, there's more and more skills added, and and by the end, there's quite a lot to the combat system. So, I'd be very interested to see how that plays out in the actual game itself, just outside of the demo, because I felt like I just it felt like I'd just finished the first tutorial level, you know, and everything had yeah. been explained to me, um, and, and and it kind of comboed in nicely. It's all very linear. Uh, it doesn't look amazing but it certainly doesn't look bad either and i kind of described it as that sort of game you would have happily rented a few times from <laughs> from uh, video easy back in the day finished it and and probably forgotten about it but had a good time while playing um and it, it almost feels like it's probably a playstation exclusive i think but it almost feels like xbox game pass fodder you know yeah. what i mean like that that yeah. sort of thing that would probably find a really good crowd that enjoy a six to eight hour sort of action blast them up that that yeah, controls no. well but doesn't change the world 
uh, and that's the... sorry coming to all platforms all platforms there you go so yeah it feels a bit like yeah game pass mm. game pass fodder um which wouldn't surprise me and i think it'll do very well on that sort of thing like i said it's not going to break the mold in any way and it's a game everyone's probably played before but it's done really well and 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 the the developers were quite open in in their kind of inspirations and what they wanted to make so the, i think they've nailed it from or from what i've played anyway hmm. all right uh matto anomalies did you get to play that one i did a little bit yeah yeah and i played a bit yeah. of it too that was a uh, i i Started up thinking it was a visual novel at first, uh, yeah. or, or like a kind of adventure game, point and click game, and it turns out no, it's a JRPG. Just lots mm. of text to start with. Yes, <laughs> yeah, and a very visual novel style kind of representation of that text. Yeah. Like the dialogue is very, yeah, yeah. It felt um, like yeah, a visual novel, but then combat kicked in, and it was JRPG, JRPG. Uh, turn based. It was. Final Fantasy, you know, whatever you've played, um, that yep. sort of little combat. It looks pretty good. It gave me a very Scarlet Nexus sort of vibe mm. in the kind of computer world mixed with the real world sort of thing they've got going on. Uh, yeah, it, it, I don't know. It's it's hard to tell that sort of game yeah. in a really s small bit. What do you What do you think? Yeah, it's it is it is hard because there was clearly so much going on, particularly mm. like there always is in JRPGs, and it, it's hard to kind of scratch the surface of all the tiny parts. Um, yep. But yeah, I mean, it looked looked interesting. I think fans of the genre will be interested in it. Yep. Um, I might be. I don't know. It seems to have a detective-y kind of aspect to it, which yeah, kind yeah, of to me. So yeah, bit 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 of. Prof not Professor Professor Layton, yeah, a bit, bit, a little bit, that, yeah, that, that, that kind of vibe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I mean, I liked the combat. There was like yeah. clear tactics to be used with it weaknesses was. and strengths and that yeah. sort of thing. So I think there's potential there. It's, it's, it's just so hard to say with just you know most of these games go for forty hours at least, and yeah. in twenty minutes it's pretty hard to make a call. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, next on the list was Scars Above. We both played. Um, <laughs> kind of space tomb raider crossed with a little bit of dark souls uh yeah, yeah is, is kind of the feeling obviously third person uh like gun shooting is more the combat than the melee stuff um yeah. but it's it's got that kind of slower ish pace to the combat that that a souls game sort of has and, and it's a little brutal in in you can die quite easily and yeah and you have to be careful with your choice of attacks but i i quite enjoyed my time with that one i think there's something there. I know yeah. you had problems with certain <laughs> things in it. Uh, look, it's it's just a problem I have with a lot of games because anytime you introduce anything that looks vaguely like a spider, it just <laughs> freaks me out. I just I can't. So um, you know, Skyrim, not great for me. The Witcher, parts of it problematic. Um but that said, if the game is good enough, I'll push through. Like, I love Dragon Age. There are spiders yeah. in Dragon Age, and I hate it, but, you know, it'll be fine. Um, the the spidery type enemies that we kind of came across have, like, four legs instead of eight. They still scutter, which is um, yeah. not not great, uh, but, you know, it's, it's okay. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, like, it, you know, it was fun. It's kind of intriguing. There's some cool spacey sci-fi sci yeah. sort of stuff going on. Um Space Lara Croft seems cool. I don't really, I don't really know anything about her yet, but she seems cool. Yeah, it's cool. hard to say in the demo what she's actually like. Um, yeah, I feel like there's a 
it it feels to me like there's quite a bit of story to this. Yes. Um, so and the, like there's already uh, you know investigations and things you have to learn about certain parts and and a really cool feature they have is she's got some ability to turn natural fauna into ammunition for her gun. And mm. there's obviously a story behind that and, you know, the technology yeah. that they've got. And, and that's, that's all very intriguing. I love a really well-built sci-fi kind of universe. So um, I, I'm keen to see that in, in its full picture. Um, and if they nail that, I think they're quite onto a winner. The combat felt really good. It didn't feel janky in any way. Um, it all felt fair. Um, so yeah, I'm, I really liked the battle with the. Uh, there was a big rock creature that had a fire, like a. It was an obvious weak point, but you could only hit it when it reared up to attack you. So you kind of had to time your your shot to hit it, and and you know that sort of thing, like basic sort of stuff in video games. But it worked really well. So yeah, I, I'm keen to see more. Yeah, for sure. Okay, uh, System Shock. Now I made you play this. You did. I, I did. didn't have to like twist my arm too hard, but it's yeah. not a franchise that I'm that familiar with. Yeah. Well, t- tell me, as someone that's new to System Shock, mm-hmm. yep. what was your thoughts? And I look fair game. You, you can be you can be as brutal as you like. <laughs> I I don't I don't want to be that brutal. I think it just it takes some getting used to compared to more modern titles because there's mm. a lot to it that still feels very much like of the time that it was kind of yeah. made. Um, so, you know, once you sort of learn that, like, a lot of the things you have to interact with will not be that easy to see, for for example, like, you really have to look in an area to, to find tiny things to interact with and it's not that clear and, like, things aren't signposted that well, I guess. So it just requires a little bit more, um, you know, intentional searching for stuff. Um, but... Otherwise, like it, it's it's fun to play. It has a cool kind of art style mm. where everything looks quite polished, but then you get up closer to it and it's, it's quite pixely. Yeah. yeah, um, which which was cool. And yeah, it's it's clearly again an interesting sci-fi sort of world. Um, and I like I could see myself getting really into it now that I understand what how I have to with. approach it. Yeah. I guess. Um, so it it took a second. Um, and it's not the easiest thing to to learn without help but yeah i think it would be worth it i think it looks good i i as someone that played the original way back in 93 or 4 whenever it came out um mm-hmm. there are changes obviously back then you had to use wasd to look uh mm-hmm. you, there was no mouse look so it was a fucking nightmare <laughs> uh, <laughs> but now that there's mouse look at that but what they've done with the graphics for me is they've They've added that nostalgia filter to it, so yeah. it kind of looks how you remember it looking, uh, not how it actually looked. <laughs> you know? So it it yeah. looks old. Uh, yeah. It looks like the game I used to play in my mm-hmm. head. You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. that's kind of the easiest way I think to describe it. And and you know, for me, the the old PC style of it of looking for the little bits and pieces kind of came naturally because you know that was the era I grew up in. Um, so I can see new players uh, falling off. I think it's going to do a very good job of appealing to people that have played System Shock before. Yeah. Um, I think people that have played it are going to have an absolute blast with this because like all the same things come back to me, like the voice of Shodan. If they haven't used the original voice actor for Shodan, whoever they've got is like a dead ringer. 
um and it's just the creepiest voice for for those yeah. that know they know uh, <laughs> what sort of a crazed thing Shodan is but um and it, and it does a really good show this was obviously a very early level uh but it's starting to show all the kind of really messed up things going on in this mm. space station and mm -hmm. you know there's a bit of a like you can see where that dead space and games like that have drawn inspiration from system shock. And, and it's even more clear after playing it again for the first time in quite a long time. So oh, yeah. I, I think um, it's going to be, it's going to do its job very well in that appealing to original fans. I'm not sure how new people are going to take it because it is just that little bit old school uh from uh, i'm not going to say like and that's selling it short it may actually find its niche but i think there's going to be a barrier to entry there for, for yeah. new players yeah I, I feel a little bit like there might be but yeah no particularly keen on the genre then i i don't think it's a insurmountable mm. kind of situation. no and it, and it's it's such an influential title so a lot yeah. of people might be inspired to you know see where bioshock came from to see where you know dead space like i said these kind of space horrors uh that are seemingly very very popular right now uh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, they all draw a lot of inspiration from this which was kind of the original of it so yeah yeah i'll be very interested to see if they do number two which was which was a better game back then mm. by some way um so it'll be very keen to see what they do then uh, now the chant we're not going to talk about because we no. didn't play it purposely because we're about to review it. So yeah. um, we'll leave that one. But Floodland I played for a bit and that's absolutely my jam and I forced myself to stop playing it because it's the sort of game I could lose yeah. hours to. Uh, mm -hmm. You played a bit too, didn't you? I did. I did. Yeah. I had a good time. Um, yeah, it's, it's you know, a simulation kind of game that's set after yeah. a world that has been ravaged by the effects of climate change. And, um, you know, people have to build back their society, basically. And... Yeah, so it's essentially SimCity uh, yeah. in, in a post-apocalypse world, yeah. post, you know, giant flood world. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you're making do with the resources you've got, the, the leftover junk and, and that to rebuild your society. And it is absolutely my jam. Think um, mm -hmm. a, a little bit more of a freeform version of Frostpunk. Uh, not so yeah. strict, not so brutal, but... You know, that kind of setting uh, yeah. it looks a bit more hopeful than Frostpunk was, though. It that was does. very bleak. Very bleak. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it seems like the absolute sort of game. And if you like that sort of game, like Tropico or SimCity or, you know, you're going to like this, I think. I think this is absolutely up your alley. It's a, it's a niche sort of thing these days. They used to be the most popular things on the planet, but, mm. but not many people seem to be into them anymore. But yeah, if you're yeah. that type of person, this is going to, I think, tickle. Tickle your fancy. Yeah. I think there are actually quite a few coming up, like not just yeah. from Play On, but like watching some of the um, E3 stuff, there's there's a bunch coming. Yeah, yeah. No. It's kind of exciting. It yeah. is. It is. For people like me, they, they were my bread and butter. They were the games I could convince my parents were educational, you know. Ah, uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 <laughs> theme, theme park's a business simulator. Man. Yeah. 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 <laughs> me playing Sim Farm. Just like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm learning, I'm learning. Really valuable stuff about livestock. <laughs> Supply chain. Supply chain, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all elite wrestling. Did you get some I didn't. time with some sweaty, greased up men? <laughs> I no? didn't get some time with some sweaty, greased up men. Bummer <laughs> for me. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Yeah. Um, you know, 
There's a party to be had, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it absolutely feels like a throwback to the Nintendo 64 um, PlayStation 2 type wrestling game where it's, it's definitely more on the arcade side of things. Oh. Um, quick combos, easy to play. Uh, it's, it's, there's a bit of an interesting story behind it. It's behind Ukes, and they, for the longest time, were the developers of the WWE franchise um, for 2K. And then... I think they felt a little abused and used over at 2K and backed out. And so they've gone over and done, obviously, WWE's biggest competitor, which is AEW. Yep. Um, like all the WWE wrestlers that get kicked out, of, <laughs> kicked out they go to AEW. The um, natural so, progression, yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, it actually plays really well. I, I mean, you know, this sort of thing, how much depth is to it is questionable. Yeah. Um, but Do for sitting depth? down... Not necessarily, but you need things to do, I think. Uh, I think um, you need a good career mode. You need because part of the wrestling is the, the soap opera, you know. And yeah. the, the, the fighting is a big part of it and the gameplay is a big part of it. But that, that whole presentation, the soap opera, the storylines, yeah. you know, that's a really big part of wrestling. And if you're going to do it, I think you've got to get that right. Um, otherwise, it'll feel like half a game. Um, yeah. So uh, if they can get that right and the career mode's right, I think I think it'll be a a really good game to come out and, you know, put some pressure on 2K. I mean, they approved, improved their wrestling game a lot this year because they gave it a two-year break. Mm-hmm. It was significantly better over the very, very low bar of 2K20, <laughs> uh, which yep. is possibly the worst game I've reviewed <laughs> in the last 10 years. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this was much better. Uh, so uh, it, it's good. Competition's good. I like to see it, um, yep. especially in these sort of games that, tend to have regular releases uh it, it you know it pushes creativity it pushes innovation um you know you, you see it in sports games where there's exclusive titles and things start to drop off after a few years yeah. because there's no competition and yeah, mm-hmm. fifa madden they're all they all go through slumps because there's no one pushing them so yeah, yeah it's good it's good to see yeah sure. uh alone in the dark yes yeah like that uh no but i kind of was with you when you did yeah. so i sort of saw it happening and you know it's very very it. small demo it's a prologue yeah. setting up the game um mm. once again another very old franchise coming mm. back it felt a lot like the original alone in the dark uh with this kind of creepy mansion and mm-hmm. there was a girl that you played as she seemed like she was like 12 or 13 sort of thing and she was way too blase about the whole thing like deeply unbothered <laughs> really could not have cared less walking through the mansion walking down the stairs all of a sudden the floors are swamp and there's a creature and she's like oh damn this is a pain (laughs) yeah of course as as you would just minor inconvenience you know not not like holy shit my floor is now a swamp Um, (laughs) no just oh this is a bother isn't it (laughs) piffle yeah it was very mood setting for the game, so uh, you know there wasn't much to it. It was a very short demo, but uh, it was nice to see a return, and and it feels like it's got that classic alone in the dark feel to it. Definitely more on the adventure game side of things as opposed to a straight up like survival horror experience. Look, it intrigues me. It's the sort of game that intrigues me. Like yeah. I, I probably will give it a go when it comes out. Um, and to be honest, I'll only like it more if it has a protagonist that is just so deeply unfazed by just whatever's happening. 
Strange monsters? Oh. This is just a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that calms me. That makes me feel more comfortable playing a horror game. <laughs> I remember it a lot from like the early Silent Hill games, just blood all over the walls and yeah. protagonists just being like, ah, nothing to see here. It's no, it's nothing, all cool. Nothing of interest. <laughs> like, okay. Nothing abnormal at all. There? No. <laughs> Not sure you're right. seeing what I'm seeing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm here for it. Um, yeah. Sun. Cool. Uh, all right, we're getting getting towards the end. Of, like I said, there was a lot of games. Um, there was a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot of games. And here's one you played that I did not. Um, I did. Aye, yep. aye, Captain. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, SpongeBob. SpongeBob SquarePants Cosmic Shake, uh, which is the new SpongeBob game that's coming out. I think the one before was like a remaster of an Remaster of like yeah, a PS2 yeah. or 3 game, yeah. Yeah. Um, but this one's new. Um, it plays very much like a Nintendo 64 sort of platformer like 3d platforming game um it's exactly the sort of game that i would have played as a child like and been really excited about um you know it's a spongebob game it feels fun and light like spongebob he's you know got endless optimism and it's it's yeah it's good Um, work there to bring everyone down of course you know gotta be um Yeah, so, you know, it's it's what you would expect a, a Spongebob game to be tonally, I guess. Bright, colourful, um, some little little jokes here and there. I think there will be children that will love it, that will play this mm. for hours and hours and hours and hours, and it will be, like, their favourite game. Um, but I think, you know, there's I had fun with it, and I'm obviously yeah. not a child. Um, but, yeah, it's, I think, I'm I glad. I think this sort of game can be appealing to everyone. They've just Absolutely. got to get it right. Like Yeah. If the gameplay is tight, even if it's not groundbreaking, and yeah. you don't expect this sort of game to be a groundbreaking title, but no. if it, if it makes it, it, the controls are good, the platforming's not janky, you know, it works. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. Then I think there's a lot of love to be had for that sort of game. Yeah, yeah, hundred um, percent. And it felt nice. It felt good to play. It felt pretty smooth. Um, and I'm I'm excited that there are games like this still coming out because I I kind of love it as a genre. It's yeah. you know it feels nice to play. It's easy. I I just reviewed Sackboy and yeah. that was super refreshing. Like mm-hmm. uh, to play something like that um, because it's been a long time. So you know yeah. Mario Odyssey I guess was the last one I sort of played. So mm. yeah, it was fun to play that sort of. I knew what I was getting. Uh, it worked well, and you know so I think there's definitely a space for this sort of game even for adults. Yeah, absolutely. Finally, uh, we're, we're kind of getting to the end of the list. I want to talk about The Valiant quickly. I didn't play it there, but I am reviewing it at the moment. And uh, it's taken me a little bit longer to finish that review than I thought. So I thought it'd be nice to just drop yep. it in here and talk about it quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, it's an RTS game uh, and it's it's a squad-based RTS game. So if you ever played the Company of Heroes titles where you, you weren't, it wasn't about base building, it wasn't about building up your army, it was taking control of a group of units in real time and, and giving them orders across the battlefield or whatever the case may be. Um, the Valiant is that sort of thing, but set during the Crusades. So you play as knights and it's a very interesting period of history and they've they've kind of spiced it up even more by adding some Indiana Jones sort of mythical mm-hmm. artifact sort of business going on in there, which makes for quite an intriguing, you know, one, yeah. one knight found it and become a big jerk and the other knight, <laughs> of, yeah, I'm going to stop you from being a big jerk. Uh, <laughs> But, you know, it's done with all that kind of a cultish sort of secret society sort of thing that's that's so, so 
so cheesy and, and fun to just dive into and imagine. And, you know, because the Catholic Church is horrible, it's really easy to imagine. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Not a stretch. Yeah. No, not a stretch. Um, mm -hmm. So it, it, it's, it's got a cool story. The, the controls work. It's not breaking any new ground once again if you've played this sort of game before. The, the thing it's got going for it is there's not many of them anymore. So mm. uh, there is a new company of heroes coming very soon, but um, really the RTS genre is, is, is chronically underserved at present. And so I think, I think it's well worth checking out if that's, that's your sort of bag anyway. So I'm, I'm having fun with it. Um, mm. I did comment to the PR guys. They asked me how I was going with it. And I said, I'm really enjoying it, but I'm old. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean... I'm not that young, but I'm youngish, and yeah. I'm going to be jumping into it soon, not to review, but to do yeah. a play, two plays. So, you know, we'll see how, how I yeah. like it. I, I hope so. Cool. All right, then. That was our play on event. Uh, Jess, was there anything I missed? Did I miss anything? Um, no. The cool venue that was a dance studio or something, and, and the floor was really springy. But... Yeah, it was, it was very, very springy. It was... Um, yeah, it was great. If I was ever in my life going to do a cartwheel, I think it would have been in that building. But I, yeah, no, that's eluded me. Um, no, I think you know there was some other stuff there that we didn't quite get to um, for a variety of reasons. But um, yeah, big event, lots of games, like a wide variety of games, yeah, too. so many different genres, and yeah. And that's what I think with play on appeals to me a lot about them. They yeah. seem to be the kind of uh, really unafraid to take risks with the yeah. games they choose to publish, um, be it classic reinventions of old games or, you know, brand new things that are doing something odd or slightly mm -hmm. abnormal. I think a lot of the games industry gets really homogenized at times. Yeah. Um, everything starts to become a bit cookie cutter and it's really good to see a, a publisher pushing a wide variety of things. And some of them, some of it's going to stick, some of it's not going to stick. That's just mm -hmm. the nature of the beast. But I think, it's wonderful to see a big company that's letting developers go wild, you know, yeah. and, and do these things, which is, it's really, really cool to see. Yeah. hundred percent. Something for everyone. Yeah. All right then. Uh, thank you for joining us for this discussion about PlayOn's upcoming slate. Thanks to PlayOn PR for inviting us to the event. It was very much appreciated. It's wonderful to see such good people and they were very, uh, very open with their uh, host and, uh, you know, hospitality and all that sort of jazz for us. And it was wonderful very. to be there. Yeah. Uh, you can make sure you catch up all Rider. I'm going to do some write-ups on some of these. Jess is going to do a bit of few bits and pieces. They'll be all on player2.net.au. Head over there, check that out. Uh, there's our news, reviews, previous podcasts, you know, the works. Um, also, we do have a YouTube channel. You can like and subscribe if you're watching this on video. If you're listening on a podcast, uh, I think you subscribe on those. I don't know. You do, don't you? you just subscribe <laughs> yeah. to those too. Yeah, do that yeah. bit. Um, it keeps our stats looking good. And that's really the only reason we like you to subscribe because it's that little warm feeling we get when yeah, we get a new subscriber. Yeah. <laughs> and we do have a patron if you feel so inclined but honestly we're very terrible at running that patron um mm -hmm. so you can go and check it out if you like but don't panic about it we just like it when you enjoy our stuff yeah. uh but thank you for joining me my mm -hmm. name's Houston. thanks for being here jess yes thank you for having me and uh, again yeah same as you said thanks to to play on pr for having us at their super exciting event yeah. and for being so wonderful um yeah it was, it was fun to chat about it yes uh where can people find you uh, you can find me on Twitter at Zamet Jess for as long as Twitter is going to be around. I don't know. That's a trash fire right now. Um, we'll, see, we'll see what comes from that. 
Um, but otherwise, all my all my game stuff is on Player Two. Um, as you mentioned, I've got a few reviews and previews and stuff coming up. So yeah. Cool. And you can find me at Huso81 on the musky tweets um, and uh, Player 2 AU if you just want to follow our uh, uh, Player 2 feed. Uh, and yeah, for, for as long as Elon allows us to be there, <laughs> we, we'll probably be there. <laughs> and we'll catch you next time on our next games discussion. See ya. <laughs> See ya.